Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rooms, a collaboration dedicated to serving the community through the foundation of love, trust, and advocacy for conscious living. Now, here are your hosts, Jennifer Williams and Shauna Gulbrand. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, welcome, so. We just, welcome back to Hawks and Lavender Rooms. Go for it. I'm Jennifer. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Shauna. So, how is that for authenticity? Yeah, that was good. Welcome I like your back. necklace. Thank you. Is that a Nina necklace? It is. It's really pretty. Yeah. Just the one she did for shadow for me. I'm admiring the stones. Like the, mm, what is that, lapis? I don't know. Probably. I'd okay. have to take it off to look did at it. Did she tell you all the names? She did, but yeah. I didn't put it to memory. Yeah. That's right. I like it. Thank That's you. beauty. She's making me another one for the Seer Conference for next May, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. So, here we are again. Episode three. Yeah. This is exciting. It is exciting. How are you? <laughs> I'm very, 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 very good. So there are yeah. a lot of varies in there. A lot of varies. Good. Yes. How are you? Well, I think I broke my toe. Mm. But other than that, I'm great. I'm going to just watch it swell and up. And you're just going to keep watching time. it. It's getting turning more black Give and blue. Give it some Reiki. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Toes One, are just, not fun. No. I actually see the bruise coming out. Yeah. Oof. So I'm just going to like baby that for the rest of the day. So here we are again. And let, let's talk for just a couple of minutes. just want to look at the time. Around what we've discovered over the past couple of days since our first recordings. Now, you and I had spoken a little bit about things. And I wanted to bring it here. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason that I want to bring it here is because of my need to just be really authentic with all of this. Mm -hmm. Because in this process, we are learning and growing as well. Oh, yeah. And well, my, settling into. And then, like, that's kind of like what keeps coming up for me. It's like it's not instant that we're comfortable and that we sound like with the, awesome. Well, well, we sound off. No, but like a rhythm, a rhythm with yeah. each other, I think. I agree. Just finding that. So go ahead about what you're, what you've been reflecting. Like I mentioned to you yesterday, the swearing is playing a role with me and I'm not quite sure why. I haven't, I haven't given it enough attention yet. I haven't made the time to actually sit and feel into what's bothering me so much about it from a very surface level, just thinking about it. I have this sense of just wanting to be really authentic. Mm -hmm. And then I have this part of me that wants to just keep it on a professional level. And I, I'm just looking to find a balance because I don't want this to just be professional. I want this to just be like fireside conversation with you that helps to inspire those in our community and the world. I think the one thing that we did discover was that we the last time we did not we talked about it but we didn't take time to actually like meditate even for like a minute or a tune with each other. So I think that right there put us in one type of mindset. Right. Along with other things, like we said, just having a camera on us. Right. And being recorded and, and just like the idea of what we're creating and we like we have the vision we have the topics, we have the conversation. So maybe we didn't set ourselves up exactly where we, I mean, there's no exact, but we didn't set ourselves up for how we want to actually start it, which I think put us in a certain mood. I mean, there was, I think there are just a lot of things that affected and not really in a bad way. I think, I think it's, and I understand, like, with the swearing thing, too, because I, like I said, when I looked back at the video, and there were certain parts that were, uh, when I looked at myself personally, like, a little aggressive, or, you know, I don't know, loud, and maybe just, I wonder if that would have been the same had we had started the way that we desired to, like, with the meditation and the attunement, and just kind of getting in more into our bodies. I don't know that we were fully in our bodies and like present like you said fully present yeah I wasn't I wasn't and I did notice that my thoughts were moving towards certain people in my life that if they were to listen what they might think so oh, I allowed okay. myself to go to these these places of 
caring what other people think. Mm -hmm. And again, there's a balance there. Like I do care that people listen to this and that they take something from it. And then at the same time, I don't care if you don't listen or if you were offended by the fact that I swore. I'm not going to really monitor myself like that. I don't want to. Yeah. If this was something that I was strictly doing for my business and needed to keep it professional, then I would. But I choose to be more conscious in my body while we're doing this and just settle into the fact that you and I are having a conversation. Like, we have conversation all the time. Yeah. And that it's okay if I swear. And, and if anybody is offended by that, then maybe they might have to take a look at themselves because everyone swears. Maybe. Most people swear. <laughs> Most most people that I know swear, and most of the teachers, I, I mean, I would say every teacher that I've had, like in my professional life, not necessarily my schooling life, swears as a way to either, like, you know, draw your attention, snap you out of something, or just in... Add a little flair. Yeah, just it's just part of their language. Right. So, and but I do think that... The being present, it it just probably would have gone a little bit different. But I mean, there's no coincidence, or you know, there's no right or wrong, and so it was exactly what it needed to be in order for us to even realize exactly that all I want to do is have a conversation with you and not think about equipment, not think about that camera over yeah, there. Yeah, which is still I'm feeling it. <laughs> oh, I'm totally feeling <laughs> like it. I feel like hey, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> and am I going to be loud? You're damn right I'm going to be loud. If that's part of like what, yeah. Exactly. It just depends on the, the energy, the the rise and the fall of the conversation. Right. Yeah. So, and now that we're back into it like this and, I, and, and thinking, like reflecting back on it from right now in this moment, reflecting back, I do feel like it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be 25 years. <laughs> worth we're, of we're committed to 25 <laughs> years. So 1,300 episodes. Be 1,300 episodes, yeah. So there's going to be a settling. We're going to settle into it. Yes. And and evolve. That's it. I agree. And I do appreciate, you, you all didn't see it, but we meditated to a beautiful song this morning. And then we attuned to each other's energy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm in a really good place. Yeah, me too. And and do I have anything else to say about my reflections? Other than the fact that I realize when I self-reflect to an extent and that I have to stop it. Like, okay, I've, I've, I've reflected enough on the fact that I feel like I might have made a mistake at this point. But there are no mistakes. We're learning as we go. I think that's all I had to say. I'm just really excited about this. And um, I started mentioning it to people. I started sharing the name. We got a couple of followers on our Instagram we page. We do? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Fox and Lavender Rose on Instagram. We're getting everything set up. And we're, our, oh, we can talk. Do we want to talk about our launch date? No, I guess we don't really need to talk no, about that right now. No, because it will just be It doesn't matter. So this will be pretend our launch date. we didn't say that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, all That's right. So, so we're going to. We're going to come back to the topic of daily practices. Which is what we talked about in the last episode. Yes. Yeah. So why is it we wanted to revisit daily practices? Well, I think what we found when we stopped recording was that it would have been beneficial to have suggestions for people, yeah. for their practice. Um, and we started to do that at the end of the episode a little bit like we left them with some points of practice and focus but we thought it might be beneficial to talk about our own personal practices in a little more detail and then offer suggestions based on our practices how do you come up with your practices um i just see what Comes, like when I'm ready to do the practice or like when I know I have time carved out it's I kind of just like see what comes up actually so it's it just depends I guess on the day and the time and the and then maybe the need like what I feel like I might need okay so that's yeah. what I wanted to touch upon. yeah 
when I was feeling into the fact that we were going to touch on this topic again, I said, okay, how do my practices work? How yeah. do I come up with practices? For myself personally, I recognize something that's off, something that I want to change, something that needs to shift, something I want to integrate more into my life. So the last episode we had, I we talked about how sometimes when I wake up in the morning, right? So I'm realizing that that idea of reflecting on the day before and then sending um, anxiety out into my day to come is not working for me. So yeah. I took that and, and I thought, okay, well, what can be a new practice for me? And that practice is bringing myself back to my home at literally my heart center as mm -hmm. I'm lying in bed, like present moment awareness. And that is a practice that came from the fact that I knew something needed to shift. And hopefully I'm going to be able to clean all this up because I didn't realize that the telephone was going to ring and hopefully I can just continue to talk over it. So yeah. it I'm having like this simultaneous, like I'm trying to focus on you. All you're hearing is the telephone That's in the okay, background. Though. You know what? That's fine. This is life. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe, I mean, I don't even know if it will come out on there. Yeah, but. well, hopefully it won't. So that's what I wanted to say. It's, and, and then there are other things that, yeah, I want to do this cause, because I know the benefit of it. So then how can I incorporate it? So like going to the gym. Yeah. I know I need to get back there. How can I incorporate this in and, and, and have this become a weekly practice of some kind? Yeah. So what are your thoughts around that? Around? Just anything I just said. Well, what came to mind actually when you were talking about the I think the morning is definitely a key time for it doesn't even have to be like a specific thing, but just the reflection what what we ended on the last time we were talking is like when you wake up in the morning, taking a moment to just observe what's going on. How do you wake up? How do you wake up feeling? How does your body feel? What where are your thoughts? Where do your thoughts go to? What are your habits? Do you reach for your phone? Do you what do you do? So becoming aware of that, but taking time. So for me, it's like gratitude, you know, especially if I, if I wake up with like a little bit of anxiety or stress or just whatever the, the maybe discomfort is, maybe I'm a little discombobulated, whatever. Coming back to, like you said, coming back to home, like just come back into my body. Or the cave. The cave the heart cave and breathing, like remembering to breathe, I take a few deep breaths and just like gratitude is really a huge practice. Yes. Like I'm so, so many things to be grateful for. I mean, beyond, I did it today actually. And I, I'm like, when I get into the space that I've been in, which is just like I said last time, full, like I feel very full of love and open, like wide open. So I love to reflect on, in a, in a, from a place of gratitude, I love to reflect on my teachers, which, I mean, are not just teachers, but, you know, I go all the way back to, like, my parents who, you know, don't even, there's relationship issues, but it's just the fact that they were born. Yeah, I mean, then you can keep taking it back. Like yeah, You like, talked about the ancestors. The ancestors, yeah. I, that's, like, something I just keep going back to. And, and then, like, every influence in my life that I've had up until this point is... I don't know, I just see and feel so much gratitude and beauty and the whole expression of life. So I'll start my day like that very often, bringing myself to that place to be able to embrace how beautiful life, is, my life feels, how beautiful life is in general. Thank you. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and all, like, in, I mean, I'll, I don't love saying this, but I will say it for the point of people listening, it doesn't, and that incorporates all the bad, what we perceive as bad or difficult times, that's everything, those are all the teachers too, so it's not just people, but it's experiences, it's every single step of the way, those are all the teachers that I'm grateful for in any given moment. I'm, I decided that I'm going to start writing a list of topics that we're going to talk about in, in the future, as oh, soon as so I, I recognize them. What I wanted to say is when you were talking about your practice, I had this visual of like basically you're kind of gathering, you're pulling yourself back, which is like going back into That's your body, exactly. you're like pulling all those pieces back, which is like soul, a little bit of shamanism, you know, mm -hmm. soul retrieval. 
I which like is it. very cool. Yeah. Could be that I don't want to say I take it for granted. I don't often reflect on the fact that I have a practice of gratitude because I practice gratitude so often. Mm-hmm. It it's not I don't consciously think now I am practicing gratitude or oh I need to be grateful because I'm I'm grateful so often during the day. Mm-hmm. Do you consciously think of gratitude or does it just come naturally to you now? Well, if I'm, I was just talking about in the morning. So if I okay. wake up in a space okay. where I'm not automatically so in gratitude, right. I will bring myself to gratitude. But as you're moving through the day. Oh, I'm like living in gratitude okay. so much I of thought. the time. Yeah. I but if too. I'm in like a, a cycle, like if I'm in a contraction phase, I have to consciously bring myself yes. to gratitude. Definitely. Yeah. And because so I have cool. to like remind myself, why am, why do I most of the time feel so full of love and so open and grateful? Like when I'm in the contraction and then, you know, that when the expansion comes, it's, yeah, then you kind of, like, I feel like I live in gratitude all the time. But in those contraction, little dark hole places, I have to remind myself of gratitude. Oh, great. Do you feel like you ever go into a dark hole? What? <laughs> I've never visited a dark hole ever in my life. <laughs> All too often, yeah. yes, I okay. am very, very, very aware of those times, and I. But they're like important. Absolutely. Very, very, very. And well, what you said earlier, and this isn't going to be verbatim, but you spoke about. Oh, I, I lost it. I lost it. It was something about that negative not negative but that but darker perceived time. oh yeah and then, and then having to say wait a minute let me take a moment to just stop and look around and find something to be grateful for mm-hmm. and this isn't about gratitude but i i just want to point out that it doesn't have to be earth shattering right it oh, can yeah, be no. i mean even the most challenging of experiences it would benefit us to offer gratitude for the challenge, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful thing. Challenging for some, but beautiful. How do your practices help you? And I think one of my roles is going to be bringing questions. I like you. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I like that because it's focus. Um, how do my practices help me? What are the benefits that you get from them? Well, I, I mean, physically, it calms. It's just very soothing, calming. I feel ease in my body. I feel like I kind of, you know, uh, let me. I'm trying to think of like a metaphor. It's in my mind, but I have to find the words for it. So like when you're maybe you hit those little things on the side of the road and it's like bop, 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 bop. when you get back onto the road and it's smooth again, like, that's what my practice is. It's like smooth sailing. I feel like I am, I know my purpose. It puts me back in touch with that. And a bigger mind versus a small mind sometimes. The small mind of, like, the cycling thoughts of the to-do list and all that kind of stuff. And then a practice is, like, more expansive and easier to break things down into pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I jotted a few things down here. Practices absolutely help, and I agree with everything you said there, help me to be more happier. I am more happy when I am... Is it more happier? Is it happier happier. or more happy? (laughs) Happier. Happier. I think it's that because happiest. Happy, happier, happiest. Be happier. I wrote be happier here. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) As we digress for a second. Also, I wrote that pr- my practices help me accept myself more mm-hmm. and increase my levels of self-love. And, and that's definitely topics we're going to be talking about in the future. But I realized that part of my quote-unquote issues is that I haven't accepted myself enough. So how could I possibly love myself more if I'm not accepting myself more? And my practices help me to accept myself more, which is a beautiful thing. Increased production 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. That's what Huge. I guess that for me was like the road thing. It's like focus, focus and actually discipline. Great word. Yeah. Focus and discipline. Yeah. And for those of you watching, I'm a huge note taker. I'm always writing notes to remind myself of things. Help me feel more balanced. My practices help mm -hmm. me feel more balanced. And they have deepened my relationships. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think because when you, like with practices, it puts you in touch with your holistic self. And then the confidence it's like natural confidence that comes from that, not force. So then you want to, like you, I, we, when you have these practices, we feel nourished. And then that allows us to nourish the things that we care about. Great word. Yes. And differentiate between what we don't. And you've talked about this a lot, actually. What is not serving your focus and making choices based on that, I think you, it's like clearer vision of what is going to serve your purpose. Clarity. Yeah. And then what you need to nurture to serve the purpose. So that like breaks down when you have these practices every day, you recognize on a daily basis and then on, you know, a, a grander scale or whatever, a more long-term plan. So it's like a lot, it's a lot of things. But so within the practice, I'll ask you this, what, do you have any expectations, which we love that, yeah. um, but when you do practice, during that actual specific practice time, what are some of the things that you maybe expect and or experience? That's a really good question. As far as expectations go, that's another practice yeah. of being mindful of what my expectations are in any given situation and then feeling into reflecting, processing, assessing whether they're reasonable. So as far as expectations go, so okay, let me come back then to the new practice of meditating first thing in the morning so I can jump into my work. I do have the expectations now that my computer is going to open for the first cup of coffee and that I am going to start being productive in whatever way. And sometimes it doesn't even have to, it, the word productive doesn't even need to fit because there are things that I could do that don't really involve being productive I guess I don't want to label it all of it that way well that would be like whatever your definition of productive there's lots of definition for productive and I think it can change yeah. minute to minute day to day so that has that whole thing has given me the expectation that I am going to be more productive I'm going to get more things done and I'm going to continue to move my career forward but literally during the practice what is happening for you well what practice the one of that you your intention is to come out of it and be productive okay. how do you re all right so let me try well, to, I don't let me have try to a practice question yeah because I don't have a practice that I have the outcome of being more productive okay productive so when you are practicing and say for instance your mind is not where you would like it to be how do you remedy or rectify that during your time of practice if at all I remind myself that it's okay wherever my mind is at the moment so that's, okay. so that's what I was hoping you would say, yeah. And that is one thing that I've noticed just talking to other people is that they do have, I'm sorry, I get it now, they do have these expectations of what a practice might bring. And I try not to have expectations. Mm -hmm. And to just be in the practice. It's, can I share something? Yeah. Last night I was on the telephone with, I'm not going to mention any names, I've decided I'm not going to do that for right now for this story, but I was on the phone talking to someone and they were talking about acupuncture and 
going back to see this acupuncturist and in the conversation it was mentioned that well I didn't really get anything out of it the times that I have gone to see her and I responded with and we're moving into expectations here could it be that you had certain expectations placed there and then when that those expectations weren't met you decided that it wasn't working for you and just that question alone was like the response I got was well that might be it and I said well what if you could just go in there without any expectations and just be open to whatever healing comes yeah that's mm. a great idea that just reminded me like the visual of like a camera lens being like super focused like I need this to happen yes. or open widen the view and see like what actually happens right yeah I like that I guess the effects are a byproduct of the of the practice and the intention of the practice I believe is the most important well the action steps are important too but so when I think about well they're the most important yeah <laughs> well the, yes so when I think about that intention on creating a new practice at the gym if mm. I go in there and expect to get on the scale the next day and and be a certain weight well that's just <laughs> ridiculous right, 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 yeah so what I'm saying is it's that intention I'm intending to go to the gym to start a three day a week practice yeah and release the expectations I expect I'll feel better and you're setting yourself up for success by three days a week and not seven Egg. well let's talk about that for yeah. a minute because we have mentioned daily practices well let's rewind for one second sure. I want to go back to what you talked about about your, your morning practice and in the like releasing expectations I just wanted to point out that no matter and I know this is where we were coming to anyway it's just about doing the practice yes it is and when you fight yourself, and I think you and I have heard this over and over again with clients and students and everything, a lot we hear a lot of people fighting themselves in that because there is this misconception that you're clearing your mind. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter what happens in your practice. It's just that you do it. Exactly. During that time, it doesn't, we're not looking for our lights and angels and songs and bells and whistles and, I mean, that stuff can happen and it's really cool. Sure it does. But it doesn't matter. Right. It's, it's you, it's the thread. So the practice is what threads your day until you practice again and it's all connected. And the, it just becomes a tighter weave when you have, when you're on a regular schedule with practicing. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And if I can suggest anything to our listeners, listeners and our viewers today, it would be to start your day off with gratitude. Mm -hmm. And the Integrate. healing comes throughout the day, right? right. You're not going to come out of there necessarily. Sometimes it happens, but you don't necessarily come out like, oh my God, all these like crazy realizations. I feel like it's a, most of the time it's a gradual process. And gratitude sets the tone for the day. How many people wake up and say, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. This day is going to be awful. Yeah. Great way to start your day. I know. How about, okay, this is a brand new day, and I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah. From the moment my feet hit the floor, it's going to be a fabulous day. So that's another thing. I Even if you don't through. believe it, I am. I start it with that. you make it, it yes. actually works. Yes. Yeah. This day is going to rock. I'm going to make it the best day. Obviously, right? We got to acknowledge what we're actually feeling and then also bring in what you, what the potential is, the intention and the action steps. So if you have a practice or you want to integrate a practice of waking up in the morning and saying, "I'm going to make this the best day I can." The need to reflect on the intention is important. So reflecting through the day all of a sudden you're hitting a stressful point of your day, think back, wait a minute, I told myself I was going to have the best day I could have, so what can I do to make that happen now? Because a lot of times what happens is something throws someone off, and the next thing you know, they're way down here in these lower level energies, and they're having a sucky rest of the day, and their whole intention is out the window. But Well, and the fact that they're even thinking that it, like for the rest of the day, it's moments of 
stress. Yeah, but you know that a lot of people do that. I know. And then, and, and just everything just builds. It's just like a domino effect. But I do believe that just getting that energy going at the beginning of the day sets the tone. And I, and I do believe good things do happen. Yeah, momentum. Yes. Yeah. It's a great word. Short-term and long-term momentum. That's what practices create. Right. They get the ball rolling. Well, that's the thread, right? It's like you're and threading. I, I recently asked a group of people, after you set your intention, do you ever reflect on it? Whoever, whoever reflects on it during the day, raise your hand. Not one person raised their hand. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So here you are setting intentions for yourself, yourself, but you're not taking any action steps and you're not even reflecting on the intentions that you set. And then take it a step further. Can you be conscious enough to recognize when something is being reflected as a part of your intention? Right. That's serious awareness. Yeah. And these are all practices. Yeah. Like you could integrate a practice of just being mindful to reflect on the intentions that you set. Yep. That is a practice. I actually looked up practice. I thought I wrote, oh no, I looked something else up. Okay, I've got a definition for something else. It was like yesterday when I sent you the picture of the hawk, right? I'm in a, I was at my daughter's cross-country meet at Lucy's meet, and I noticed it flying over because it was so low. And then it landed on the pole, like, right next to me. But I'm with a group of however many people. Anybody look up? No. I don't. I literally did not see one other person. I pointed it out to the people that I was talking to. And they were like, oh, wow, yeah. That's like, great. How are you not obsessed with that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, oh, my. I always said if I was going to get into a car accident on 93 on the way home, it's because I'm like this. Looking at a hawk. Looking at yeah. the hawks. <laughs> So like, does no one else notice this? Right. So but I magical. think people are just so... Or they're just kind of like, yeah, like, that's normal. Of course there's a hawk right there. But like, no. Okay, no, that's a hawk. <laughs> and our serial animal. about our show. <laughs> that is obviously... A sign. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, um, and we bring it back. And we bring it back. <laughs> deep, see, that's it. It's just a deep breath, right, where you can, like, regain your focus. So, I like that, though. The, the, the morning is important. Setting your goals, like I would say, you having your gym goals three times a week, though, that's realistic. Part of your practice. It's going to enhance your practices to working out as a practice it enhances everything else that you do i like it okay yeah let's talk about frequency of practices okay and reasonable frequency of practices now let's just use the gym as an example how often can you go so if that's something you want to do you know you want to start working out and moving your body and all too often especially after the first of the year the gym explodes with new members Mm -hmm. going seven days a week Mm -hmm. great if you really can commit to seven days a week and you're loving it and you look forward to it fabulous good Mm -hmm. for you but let's be a little little bit more realistic yeah and this goes for any practices so Personally, my practices of journaling and reading have kind of fallen by the wayside and I'm, I'm finding myself not so good. Like I'm, I need these things to keep me balanced, to keep me happy. And it's kind of fallen away. I was hoping to journal every day and it's not happening. So what I'm noticing is I'm getting down on myself about it. Mm-hmm. So I need a more realistic approach to it and I find that my journaling absolutely happens more on the days where I'm not feeling rushed Mm -hmm. or I don't have a lot on my schedule and then I can sit in my space and write the way I really want to write of course sometimes I'll be up there I'll be drinking a cup of coffee and I'll just jot something out but my so it's journaling and what else did you say that's fallen oh reading okay and then you also Let's talk about your plate. My plate? 
Yeah, like how much do you have on your plate? Oh, my plate. I'm like, what plate? Right now? Did, did you get my text about bringing food? <laughs> <laughs> I did, actually, but I just ate. Um, so let's just talk about everything that you're putting on your plate right now. And this is just like a, an example of, I think, what a lot of people do. So you're currently, what do you do every day normally? In practices? As a practice, yeah. Oh, meditation. Absolutely. Okay. Um, hmm. And we've been working awareness. On, okay. Like I, I am always thinking about awareness. Yep. And then work-wise, you've had other some new projects popping up, including I have this one. My, I would say my Monday through Friday, I'm doing not on the weekends, but Monday through Friday. So once I go upstairs early now, my computer's open. I'm responding to emails or I'm sending out emails, connecting, creating in whatever capacity. So right now I am creating um, worksheets, self-awareness worksheets for mm -hmm. my coaching clients. And when I sit down to do that, I think I've done two this week. I bring myself into a place of, I really look forward to doing this and I'm going to do what I can in the next hour. Okay. So that's another, that's a new one. And then you're adding now the gym. Yeah, and then you wonder why yet, you but. have, you know what I mean? Like, so I think it's, it's just about being realistic with what you actually, right. and so maybe, and I'm not just talking about you, like, I'm just, cause I'm, I, I feel you. And I also have heard this so many times. It's like, so what is realistic for you? Maybe journaling two times a week. And then if it happens more than that, that's, Great. or even once a week, you know, just know, like, I'm going to yeah. do this once a week. And then if it happens five, that's awesome. And then the gym, you know, you can do three, but if you end up there five, awesome, you know? So I think it's like, we need to set ourselves up for success. Right. And because, how do we do that? And so, well, right. And it's setting realistic goals. When you said to me, maybe you just journal once a week, every single inch of my body was like, no way. I cannot just do once a week. So pay attention to that. And I'm saying, I'm not saying that to Jennifer. I'm saying that to the listeners. Yeah. Notice what your back thoughts are. Notice what the feelings are that come up. But when I think, think even about that's the awesome goals. that you said that because so once a week does not sit that's well with you. Not and then work twice a week, maybe that maybe. starts to feel a little better. Three to four times a week feels ideal to me. Yeah. And that is what I want to work towards. Mm -hmm. And I think I do that. But if I went and got my journal right now and looked at the dates, I might be way off. <laughs> so you give yourself flexibility. I think right. having a, like someone or something to be accountable to helps the practice. Yes. So maybe you start a couple things with a partner. A buddy. A buddy, yeah. Or even a really good friend that you can say, hey, I'm going to start doing this. Can I just check in with you? Like, the, here's my goal. Can I just check in with you every time I do it? You know, and you can, if, and if you see that I miss a day, maybe you just send me this emoji, the poop emoji. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you can set, like, set yourself up for success. Don't, and it's usually out of your, like, how you would normally do something, right? Because you're not going to achieve results. If you're do you if you continue to do things the same way you've been trying to do them, right? So get realistic and then get even more realistic, right? And then start to implement and see what works and revisit. So it's like I think the accountability is huge, and a lot of the times I think it's hard to just be accountable with ourselves. It can be. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it can be easy, but yeah, it can be really challenging. And maybe, maybe you have someone in your life that's willing to reach out to you occasionally to say, so how is that intention you set for yourself? How is that goal coming? You told me you, you wanted me to hold you accountable to journal three days a week, just checking in to see how it's going. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what I mean. Like set up, have conversations, even if they're not doing it, but it's a good friend that understands what your driving forth is. And if your friend is really good with scheduling to make sure that they reach out to you. To yeah. Because right. they may forget. Put me on your calendar. Yes, exactly. Put an alarm. It's a Set tech. alerts. We live in a beautiful Set world alerts. for that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just that, that little reminder. Hey, I'm thinking about you holding you accountable. And then doing the practice. 
practices, whatever it is, however you set up your schedule, with reduced expectations. Definitely. Just know that you did them. Because really results to, like, of course there's like immediate results and benefits to almost anything that you're disciplined and committed to, right? Like you feel good or, you know, you sweat a lot at the gym and that's like a good feeling. You had a good meditation, you feel calm, whatever. But it's like, I feel like you really start to see the benefits and results over the course of a long period of time, six months, 12 months. That can be scary for someone to commit to. Right. How about just taking it a month and see where it goes, right? And then take it to the next month and take it to the next month. Well, that's month. what I mean. Like every day you're going to feel some benefit, mm -hmm. but like it's the staying path, like the expectations. That's what I mean. It's like keep them as low as possible. Right. And then reflect mm, right. over time to say like, oh, wow, I didn't wake up with anxiety a couple times this past month. That's kind of cool. Or... I don't, whatever, and celebrate. I think celebrating huge is important. As well as acknowledging oneself. Yeah. And holding oneself in a place of love for the personal growth that yeah. they're trying to accomplish. One thing that just popped into my head, and I know that, well, I don't know. I have really, I want to be mindful of the words that I use. I imagine that. Many people have rooms, drawers, closets that are stuffed. Mm -hmm. And when they look at this from the big picture, it's overwhelming. Especially if someone is moving or really needs to clean out their house. The well, intention, it feels like they can't do anything until that happens. Right. What are the excuses? Which making space, that's yeah. another topic. It's a, a physical and emotional and spiritual and mental act. So let's just take that as an example. What so time do we we're good. Yeah. Yeah. We're, here we have um, a house that needs to be cleaned to make space for whatever. Overwhelming. How am I going to go through all this? Where am I going to get rid of everything? What would be the practice? Just to do it, to start to make space. To clean out. Yeah. Right. So and that, that is part of getting to, It's. A, I feel like that is very relevant, to get to a point to where you feel content and at ease in order to do your practices. Oh, absolutely. That's why I put that down as, as a topic that... And I think like what you're about talking about is breaking things down. This is this is one thing I've been really working on and, and embracing over the past year is breaking things down into doable steps. Everything. Because you can have 800 to-do lists and if you're overwhelmed, you're not going to do anything. That's very true. But if you say this week... I'm going to clean out the junk drawer my in my practice kitchen. practice is going to be yeah. cleaning out drawers. Yep. That is a practice. Yep. Look at it that way instead of a chore. My practice is to declutter and clean out. And the first thing I'm going to do is this drawer. And I did like I gotta go back to saying this is relevant. And I don't know if some of like the our listeners or viewers are thinking like, how the hell does this relate to a practice? But if you're someone that has ever tried to start any kind of like meditation or exercise practice in your home, you've been distracted. I'm just gonna say I know. <laughs> I'm saying I know to that. You have been distracted by thoughts of I have to do this. This, Yeah, I can't do this unless this, this, and this happens first. So what do you need to do to get to this, this, and this in order to be able to sit down in silence and do your, or whatever, you know, we're we did talk about meditation. So yeah, in order to be able to sit down for your meditation practice and your mind to be at ease, which isn't necessary, but it is helpful in creating mental space creating the physical space first, they do go hand in hand a lot. Of, I think a, our, a lot of our women listeners and viewers can definitely relate to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's all a practice. Yeah. And it's part, it's 
part of it. Life is all about practicing. So it can be that simple. I it think. really like, can be. And the movement and the process of the cleaning out, it does so much for like the soul, the psyche, and and literally energy. Like you are making space for something that has more purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. That was a good call. So I'm noticing that when we go into ourselves, it's silent on the radio. And that's not the radio. It's not silent on the recordings. Try not to have more than three seconds of silence. Well, I think silence is I love silence. This genre, silence is good. Yeah, when you hear silence, that's that just means we've come right into ourselves and we're thinking and feeling about what it is that we're talking about. So suggestions. I think we should move into suggestions, which I well, I think we just gave a lot of. We did give a lot of suggestions. Yeah. What's I would love to hear from. You, you from people, the people, the people, the people. Yeah. What? Like, what do you, what are your thoughts? What do you want to do? All of this. What too? are your core values? What are your goals? Don't over. Don't even think. Feel and write down. What just, needs to shift? Yeah. What needs to go? What needs to come in? What needs to be accomplished? And then, what new practice can you integrate into your life? to get to that point. Some of them may be temporary. So like when I was just talking about cleaning out different areas of your home, I currently have a practice of decluttering and cleaning twice a week. Mm. And that you've set a time, one hour this day, one hour that way, I'm going to do as much as I can in that hour. Make a playlist that's an hour long. And and when it's done, you're done. And that's another practice, making playlists. (laughs) They're everywhere. So really, I mean, I think the practice can be, you can relate it to just being present with every single thing that you're doing. I'm going to enjoy this process of making a playlist for my hour of cleaning and clearing out. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to create a practice of witnessing the moments I criticize myself. And in this practice, I'm going to turn those criticisms into love notes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I just made that one up. I love that though. Take that. Run with that one. Yeah. (laughs) And breathe. I think breathing is the starting point for almost everything. Just Breathe like a core breath. If you can breathe in and out through your nose, if you can feel it in your belly, that brings you into your body. It brings you into the present moment and start all of it with a couple of breaths. I agree. That's what we did. We started this with several breaths. Several breaths. Um, Was there anything else that we wanted to say about daily practices? I think it would, so again, I'm going to offer the suggestion of reflecting, embracing where you are in your life currently, and make, you know, a whole list of what it is that you would like to bring into your life, and then pick one or two things that you can break down into realistic, doable steps Put them on your calendar just like you would a doctor's appointment or anything that you schedule into your life because it it is that important. It is. Even if it's literally five minutes of breathing alone in your closet, like put that on your calendar. Ten minutes of reading. If there's a book that you have been wanting to read, then schedule it, put it on your calendar and know that for those 10 or 15 minutes, you're going to just read that book. Mm-hmm. That's it. You give yourself permission and the and know that it is as important as anything else, anything else that you place importance on, you know, especially it's easier to place importance on things that are outside of ourselves. Like if you have kids or pets or whatever job, you think that those automatically have like a certain level of importance, but scheduling time for yourself in the practices or self-care yeah put on your calendar 10 minutes five minutes here and there carve out the more time you carve little chunks of carvings 
create a beautiful sculpture. <laughs> and then imagine your life a year from now. Yeah. If yep. you are committed to your practices. One thing that just came up that I wanted to mention, um, you talked about scheduling it in, and it's just as important as the other things that we do in our life, laundry, cleaning, whatever. Notice if you schedule your time in, notice if you start thinking about other things that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. and get rid of that word should out of your vocabulary. When we replace the word should with the word could, we give ourselves a choice, and we are never wrong in our decision. So if you find that you are integrating a new practice, you've scheduled it into your calendar, and then you go to do it, and then you start thinking, oh, well, I really should be doing the dishes that are piling up in my sink, or I really should be doing that last load of laundry, recognize that and give yourself permission. So first of all, replace the show with could. I could stick to my practice that I've committed to, or I could go do those dishes that are piling up in the sink. Whatever you choose, you're not going to be wrong. And But give yourself permission to stay with your practice. And part of that is an aspect of our ego saying, hey, like, this is not important. Go do what you think that you should be doing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the dishes are always going to be there. The dust is always going to be there. There's always going to be laundry to yep. do. Personal growth, self-improvement, self-discovery. Schedule the time for yourself. It's worth it. And then you might enjoy the dishes and the laundry and the as another practice mm -hmm. yeah you set yourself up for success on every level of being when you view yourself holistically beautiful mm. all right do we want to say anything else i think we covered everything here i mean maybe we didn't who knows no but i think that's good i feel us. yeah no i think it was good all Lots right of suggestions we, of course, would love to hear from you. We have Hawks and Lavender Rose on Instagram. We also have a private group on Facebook. You can find us there. You can find me, Shauna, under my name everywhere, Shauna Gulbrand. Shauna Gulbrand. Website, Facebook, Instagram. Yep, and me, journeyomyoga.com. Uh, yeah, Journey Home Yoga on Instagram, Joy Wellness Yoga and Healing Arts on Facebook, and then through the Hawks and Lavender, Hawks and yeah, Lavender on Rose, Instagram. Every, we're everywhere. And Lavender Rose. So find, <laughs> find us and connect with yeah. us and talk us with us. Send us messages. Hang out. Love us. We'll love you back, we promise. True. I already do. Yeah. I already All right. You. Thank you so much for being with us today. We're Namaste. wishing all of you a magical day.